0: Tools for Spiritual Growth Chapter 7 Spiritual Growth From Immaturity to Immortality Fight the good fight of faith, lay hold on eternal life. 1 Timothy 6 verse 12 The purpose of this temporary human life is to seek and prepare for life after death in God's eternal kingdom. John 3 verses 15 and 16 If you haven't already, God wants you to make this the number one goal of your life, Luke 12, verse 3. So use your understanding of His spiritual tools and get started toward that goal. Or maybe you started but got discouraged or sidetracked or relapsed into old habits. Read on and we'll show you how to enjoy solid, steady progress. Physical life is evidenced by ongoing growth and development, and so is spiritual life. We must always be learning, changing, overcoming, and serving to become more and more like Jesus Christ. For those spiritually dead or asleep, God's words say, Awake, O sleeper, and arise from the dead, and make the most of the time. Ephesians 5, verses 14-16, through Revised Standard Version. Don't feel overwhelmed. God doesn't expect giant leaps. What He is looking for is that our steps no matter how small, are going forward and not backwards. Don't dwell on past mistakes or future worries. Focus on what you need to do today and thank God for each bit of progress. Philippians 3, verses 12-14 and Matthew 6, verse 33-34 When we are first baptized into Christ, we are as babes in Christ. Galatians 3, verse 27, 1 Corinthians 3, verse 1 But we must not remain as spiritual infants, as newborn babies desire the pure milk of the word, that you may grow thereby. 1 Peter 2 verse 2 Christ didn't say following him and thereby entering the kingdom would be easy. He compared it to squeezing through a narrow gate, saying that few in this age would be able to do so. Luke 13 verse 24 But what is most valuable deserves the highest price. As noted earlier, Jesus compares God's kingdom to a treasure and a pearl of great price. Matthew 3, verses 44-46 through God's kingdom is worth any and every possible sacrifice. Luke 14, verse 33 God didn't expect us to rely on our own human strength. He does expect us to work diligently as if success all depends on ourselves. But to pray regularly and earnestly knowing that success will depend primarily and ultimately on Him. Philippians 2 verse 12, 2 Timothy 2 verse 15, and Proverbs 3 verses 5 through 6. Spiritual Tools and Weapons Paul compared God's tools or strategies for entering the kingdom with armor and weapons, Because anyone trying to be a follower of Christ is automatically involved in a spiritual warfare with our arch enemy, Satan the Devil. Luke 10, verse 19, 2 Thessalonians 3, verse 3. We are not defenseless if we are courageous and use God's equipment. In Ephesians 6, verse 11, Paul states, Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. N.I.V. And in the next few verses, He lists God's protective armor. Verse 17 defines the primary offensive weapon, the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, which means our need to study, understand, and live by God's Word, the Bible. This is linked in the next verse to prayer. God's weapons and armor are mighty. 2 Corinthians 10, verse 4. The next question for us is, will we put on the armor and will we wield the weapons? And will we use the spiritual tools laid out in the previous chapters of this booklet? To recap the main points we've covered, make your goal to pray and read your Bible as well as meditate every day. Just as we begin to feel weak when we miss meals, we begin to weaken spiritually when we miss a day of spiritual nourishment. We need to fast occasionally for reasons explained in the chapter on fasting. We need to sincerely repent every time we realize we have been guilty of a sin, turning back to God and humbly obeying Him. And we need to be actively involved in the church, the rest of our lives, for the many benefits we receive and for the opportunities to serve God by serving His people. Don't let up. Go on to maturity. We must not let up we must keep going. In Ephesians 4, Paul beautifully explains the purpose of God's church and its leaders. To prepare God's people for works of service, so that the body of Christ may be built up until we reach unity and become mature. Then we will no longer be infants. Instead, speaking the truth in love, we will in all things grow up into him who is the head that is Christ. Verses 11-15 in IV. Perhaps the best definition of spiritual maturity is the godly love described in the Love Chapter, 1 Corinthians 13. When Paul wrote to Timothy, he had reason to believe that Timothy's zeal was cooling off, like a campfire starting to die out. Paul wrote, Therefore, I remind you to stir up the gift of God which is in you through the laying on of hands. 2 Timothy 1 verse 6. If your fire is dying, stir it up and fan it into flames when the author of the book of hebrews apparently paul wrote to jewish christians who had been in god's church for many years he knew that many of them had quit growing and had become dull of hearing hebrews 5 verse 11 he said they were so immature spiritually they still needed milk not solid food verse 12 rsv he exhorted them let's go on to maturity Hebrews 6, verse 1, RSV. Finish the race. Paul compared the life of a believer to a race in which the winner receives a valuable reward. Run in such a way that you may obtain it, eternal life. 1 Corinthians 9, verse 24. He said, I consider my life nothing to me, if only I may finish the race and complete the task the Lord Jesus has given me. Acts 20, verse 24, NIV. Hebrews 12, verses 1 through 2 tell us, Let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. It's not enough to start a race. What really counts is crossing the finish line. Ultimately, the only thing in this life that matters is crossing from mortal life to immortal life. When Paul knew his departure was near, as he would soon be executed, he said, I have fought the good fight, I have finished the race, I have kept the faith. Now there is in store for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award me on that day, and not only to me, but also to all who have longed for his appearing. 2 Timothy 4, verse 6 through 8, NIV. Let's hope we can say the same thing at the end of our lives. We can, if we use God's tools for spiritual growth, are faithful to Him, and keep growing. Thanks for listening to Spiritual Growth, From Immaturity to Immortality, Chapter 7 of the booklet Tools for Spiritual Growth. For the rest of this booklet, please visit ucg.org.